2: Do you want to meet myself and Ollie Davis of Wrestle Ramble fame? Well, you can do just that by joining us at Wrestling Media Con on September 8th and 9th from the Bowlers Exhibition Centre in Manchester, England. Ollie and I will be doing a live episode of Wrestle Ramble, as well as signings and photos. But that's not all. Wrestling Media Con will have shows from Cultaholic, Inside the Ropes, Wrestling with Regret, Don Callis, Botchamania, Art of Wrestling, Sean Waltman, and more. There will also be the first ever wrestling Media Hall of Fame and wrestling shows from Impact Wrestling, where they will be taking on the best the UK has to offer, and Revolution Pro Wrestling, featuring the legendary Jushin Thunder Liger defending his British J Cup crown. Tickets are on sale now, so head over to WrestlingMediaCon.com. That's WrestlingMediaCon.com. Support Wrestle Give us a subscribe.
3: Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast. We have an inaugural WOS Wrestling Women's Champion. That's right, a lady person. I'm Ollie Davis. This is Luke Owen. Welcome to episode. Two of WOS Wrestling's recap post show, whatever you want to call thing. We are, of course, this is the Wrestle Ramble, and we are supporting British wrestling. It is still with two weeks in now, and the novelty has not worn off for me seeing Nathan Cruz, Liam Slater, Rampage, Robbie X. Robbie X! Robbie X under a mask. Yeah. I know what his real face looks like. <laughs> Stupid, Bennett apparently Stu- doesn't. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, and and Viper! Yeah. Our best friend Viper, we interviewed her last week. My best mate. She loved me. She did, she did. Yeah, there was
2: a sort of chemistry there. I think so, yeah. Yeah. I haven't shown it to my wife. No, I I don't think you should. (laughs) She's in love with Joe Hendry, so I think that would be fine. What a weird Scottish-English
3: relationship (laughs) you you could sort out. But yes, the novelty for me is still not worn off. I don't think it will, to be honest, because it's such an incredibly enjoyable show. And this episode was main evented by the women. Two episodes in, women's match in the main event. That's already a thumbs up from me to just present these two divisions as side by side, unworthy from the get go. Well,
2: thankfully, Stephanie McMahon came out to announce that she had, you know, oh, no, that's a different show. No. She created women. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Uh, so it was
3: Viper versus Kaylee Ray versus Bree Priestley for the inaugural uh,
2: WOS Wrestling Women's Championship, which yep. is
3: quite a pretty-looking belt. It's
2: a very pretty-looking belt, I like all yeah. the belts on Actually, the show. Actually, I'm a big fan of the belts. Mm. I've seen a few people be quite a bit sniffy about them online, but I think they're very
3: nice belts. Yeah, much better than the just the... I mean, we can. Comp- there's going to be a lot of comparisons to WWE, because that's our main point of reference, and I'm sure yours all's too. Uh, so this was just... I mean... Just Viper being awesome.
2: It was, yeah, this match was really cleverly laid out in that Viper was the big monster heel within this and B. Priestley and Kaylee Ray had to be like the, you know, the they were essentially they were the planes she was king kong just sort of batting them away and from on top of the building and it was really really cool and that built up to kaylee ray and b Priestley working together to take on viper and take her down i thought it was actually a really well laid out match and it ended with a hell, heck of a bum for b Priestley. oh
3: yeah so it was uh, a b Priestley who uh so val pointed out as the real life girlfriend of will osprey which i always like when they do that because it means the not a kayfabe thing. Like it's not a storyline. Just, just point that out. It's a real thing. <laughs> yeah. In a wrestling show. And uh yeah, she does a running Hurricane Rana off the apron onto Viper, but Viper's like, nope. nope. And power
2: bombs are on the floor. Oof, yeah. And there were some people around ringside who looked genuinely concerned for poor old B Priestley Yeah, there's just one, discuss- there's one reaction shot
3: of just some people like, Is she okay? Well, she all right? is, that, is that okay? <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, it was uh... splattered on the floor. There are actually a couple of spots in this where, like, they did a really good job of making Viper just look like this absolutely dominating mm. force. Which then, of course, made the pinfall at the end even more dramatic because finally they overcame this, including like Viper doing this wicked like double splash onto them from a seated position, oh, which yeah, that was absolutely good. just and like. Alex Shane on commentary pointed out best. It was like, someone needs to get a spatula out yeah. here because these girls need, <laughs> these girls aren't going to be able to get off the mat. Alex Shane had so many good calls. Uh, so did SoCal Vowels
3: one-liners as well. And Stu Bennett is just like this. They've got a really good chemistry. Not just chemistry, because that implies like more of just a professional working relationship thing, but storyline-wise, a really good dynamic there. I was confused last week about how having the authority figure on the commentary team would work. But now this sort of friction between Shane and Bennett is playing really nicely. And it's it's pushing both men further into their respective moral sides. So, like, Shane really felt in, like, the J.R. Joey Styles outraged babyface commentator way. Like, he had a real moral, like, solid moral viewpoint on... All everything that was happening, whereas Stu Bennett was, you know, those shades of grey for him.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, it calls to me. I'm not putting on the same pedestal or same level. I'm just saying that what it reminded me of mm. very much, and you pointed out there, is that it's the J.R. Vince dynamic. Of you know, sort of late 90s WWF 2000 WWF, where JR is just he just wants to see baby faces win, but these heel authority figures keep putting things in and he just gets so annoyed. I and mean, anytime Vince is on commentary, JR could be there to be like, Why are you allowing this? How is this around? Right? He goes, Well, you know, JR, this is just the way things have to be,
3: yeah. And that was Stu Bennett's answer for so, like so many things. Hey, that's like, yeah, if. Th- It's just going to happen, these things. Tough guys do tough guy things. And Shane's like, no, but it's against the rules. So you've got this, yeah, it's a really good dynamic. I mean, I don't think Shane is coming out of retirement, but Stu Bennett has teased in interviews that he would like might return eventually he's just on a hiatus from wrestling hey man
2: that was actually a, a talking point i think it was yeah. during the tag match they it were was. talking about like yeah we're not going to get the retirement cake out for me just yet
3: yeah Stu said you are never retired from british wrestling <laughs> in the tag match so, yeah ooh. Ooh. Uh, but yes uh the viper was just awesome throughout the match and as you said Like As the match was going, I was like, well, Viper's got to win here. She's the most over with the... Well, not over because the crowd weren't as hot for this match as they were for the rest of the show. Mm. And I think that's more of a testament to how frenzied they were. Like that sort of studio
2: thing where they pipe gas in to make everyone more excited. It was just insane heat for everything. But You see this a lot on taped TV shows anyway. When you tape a lot in one go eventually the crowd do sort of wear themselves out because although we're only seeing like 47 minutes or whatever it is of the TV program, they've actually at that point watched multiple hours worth mm. of stuff and that's why they're always, you see this on NXT, you see this when they do Impact as well, very very hot for the first episode of tapings and then just sort of slowly fizzle out as the tapings go on until then you do the next set of tapings and everyone's like, Whoa, we're back to where we were. But there was some weird bits
3: where the crowd would go like, Viper suck Viper suck, and I was like but she hasn't cheated. She's <laughs> awesome. Like I'm, I'm on, I'm on baby face, monster viper side.
2: But you want to cheer the you? Oh yeah, oh you, I yeah. do
3: cheer the heels. But she didn't do anything for me that was outlandishly heelish. So I'm, I'm watching the match and I'm thinking, well, Viper's got to win here. She's the coolest person. She's <sighs> our best friend. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, it's Kaylee Ray who wins. And at the end of it. I wasn't like, I was like, okay. actually, this opens up a lot more possibilities because, you know, you get that thing where you have a monster dominating champion and actually quite stagnates the division. I think long term, this is a smart move because Viper didn't look weak. She beat both women up for the majority of the match and only lost at the end. There's an argument that she didn't have to take the pinfall.
0: Maybe yes, that would yeah, have been yeah.
3: a better way around it, actually. But yes, I'm excited to see more of Viper. Kaylee Ray's great. Some wicked super kicks. Yeah, B
2: Priestley's really good yes, as well. Really, really good. I would also say as well, I'm glad to see that Kaylee Ray won the belt. because and and not Viper, despite the fact she is my best friend. Mm. I, our best, friend. our best friend. I like the fact that it's Kaylee Ray because you've got Rampage as the men's women champion. So what you don't want is then just sort of two heels, two dominating heels with the belts. Just sort of doing the same storylines. Like, you can now do different storylines with the, the women's division than you can, than you are doing with the men's division. Same with the tag team division as well. You can tell a different story that way. So, I actually like the fact that you've got this, you know, baby face champion that the crowd can get behind, whereas in the men's division, you've got this, all dastardly, boo, you heel. With, with his cronies. With his, his cronies. He's going, East, East London! Then. Walking around and going, ooh, you lot. And CJ involved. Banks, who I think is
3: a mute at the moment, hasn't <laughs> yeah. said a word yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good point. I didn't really think of that. Mm. Um, but, we that's have what i'm to, here for we have to point out one thing because it was brought up on the last last week's comments of the episode and that is the editing of of the show
2: yeah and actually a lot of the reviews talking about the show have i mean that i think that's been more or less the main talking mm. point from people who watched the show people said like they were very you know really enjoyed the show but they they took in, took umbrage with the editing and i've actually seen a lot of very sniffy reviews of sniffy, the show Sniffy, smarky reviews well and that's what they were very very smarky reviews which i thought were incredibly unfair
3: Every objective Everyone's entitled To their opinion
2: But I thought some of the reviews Were very unfair Mm. However That is your opinion That is my opinion However I think there's one thing We can all agree on Is that sometimes The editing can be
1: Oh yeah Without a doubt Without a
2: doubt And it's because I
3: think it's because What we're used to So I didn't notice it As much as everyone else did Last week Presumably because I was just very invested In in seeing British wrestling on a major platform. You're also distracted by the animated um, title Yeah, because gu- Shah Samuels was sitting in front of us <laughs> and just waving... <laughs> East London! Just waving his arms in front of the screen. I meant... on,
0: t- <laughs> oh, oh, on the, oh, mean the, the animated the, graphics. The,
3: the match graphics, yeah. You were distracted by all of those. They were so... Super- That's what this episode lacked, actually. And <laughs> it wants. Where were they? <laughs> uh, and it is that... Yeah, so I'm, I'm just, I'm just so happy that British wrestling is getting this sort of profile in our own country. Mm. And prime, I, time I, I prime time TV, Primetime TV, ITV, and that's, that's the thing. I so this is speculation on my part. I'm because that like the, the, the spots from like last week's episode where Will Osprey does his cool flip, like there's a shooting star moment I think where uh, who was it? Davy Boy Smith Jr. catches him with a foot on the way down. That's a great spot, but the camera cuts away to the crowd. And I'm like, what, yeah? And it happened a few times this episode. Well, quite a few times this episode as well. And I'm thinking, that's what happened back in the day when I would watch Smackdown on Sky 1. And then, you know, because it's at 11 a.m. rather than 9 p.m., you would cut to the crowd for chair shots and stuff. And then I thought, wait a god, darn in second. Yep, edit yourself. I used to work on a, a a British wrestling show, like sort of broadcast-wise, that would go out on local television in the afternoon. So primetime but when a lot of families and kids were watching and it was a big thing that you have to be very wary of the point of impact so even for stuff like chops or slaps or punches or super kicks m- more than the uh, the larger moves you can't really show the connection and a way round this around the sensors is to an offcom and, and regulatory bodies like that is to cut around you just cut to a different shot you don't lose any of the action but just the motion of the cut takes away a bit of the impact. Mm-hmm. And of course, yeah, that's true. we are super wrestling fans. We love the impact. That's what, you know, we, we like Ishii chopping people half to death. <laughs> so to have that, th- those sort of money shots, as it were, taken away from us, I think that's, and understandably so, because it, it is jarring from what we're used to. But, I, I think that this is a necessary trade-off to get a show like this on ITV at 5pm. So, I think, and I, I think it's we, we can criticize it for the editing, but we've also got to remember that this is f- creating a whole new generation of wrestling fans. You know, like under ten year olds who are going to be who are going to cre- who are going to like fuel the next big wrestling British stars, like Joe Hendry when he walked out this week. Everyone's waving their arms. I was like, man, I've known Joe for like a couple of years, and this this makes me so so happy i say yeah so yes that's that's what i would say to to everyone who's overly critical of that that the it's it, it it's probably a trade off to make it more accessible to everyone and really at the end of the day isn't that what you want for the business for the wrestling business as a whole in this country to be available for as many people as possible rather than just yeah. making it your own thing
2: i'd also say as well like it it is an itv show and a lot of people saying like, well, it looks like an ITV show. I was like, well, what were you expecting? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest, it's what ITV? Expect- yeah, it's not like you watch the main Young Classic and you're like, well, it looks like a WWE show. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it does because it's it's made by those people. So it's more or less how I was expecting it to look. That's a really interesting point that I hadn't thought of mm. uh, with the the point of impact thing. And I I agree with you. I think it's a good trade off. Yeah, it's it is, and I think the word you use there that I agree with the most is jarring because we're so used to watching a certain like we're used to watching the way New Japan is filmed we're used to the way they're watching and actually when you watch some wrestling shows uh, they're only shot through one camera Sometimes I find yeah. those very jarring to watch, even though you are still seeing all the points of impact stuff. Mm. Because you're so used to certain things, that can be a very jarring way to watch. It's even things like watching shows that's only got one commentator. That can sometimes be a jarring mm. thing for. It's you. It's just a change, isn't it's it? A, it's actually it's a change. We're used to certain things, but I yeah, I then I, didn't, I didn't consider that point of view. I, I, as you said that, I thought I bet those people who are really
3: like I can't get past the editing of this of is London's awful. Sport. I terrible. can't do it. I can't do it. Are the same people who would probably watch. Uh, an indie show on uh, daily motion that has just the worst camera work and <laughs> editing problems what a great match that was <laughs> <laughs> now nobody's nobody, nobody's ever going to watch that match other than you most likely but, uh, it's yours so cool. yeah yeah cool but yeah and it, and not to not to build all the editing concerns because no. it is like you said jarring but trade-offs people um, but back to th- th- it's still such an enjoyable show and I mean I've got to do it again a shout out to the commentary team it is so just it's bliss because we watch so much WWE and it's all it's all bad it's all it's average to bad commentary yeah um and when we watch impact or when we watch new japan we're like oh my god what a joy this is and now we can watch world of sport as well and have that same they just tell stories on the commentary like and they focus on the action in the ring
2: and they don't like get diverted to nonsense i really hope that Adam Maxted is on TV every week just so we can enjoy SoCal's commentary yes. whenever whenever she's commenting on Adam Maxted because she's so enjoyably fun with it. She yeah. really gets into that character that she's found. I think it's wonderful. It's really enjoyable. That they're all... I mean, it's only two weeks in and I
3: feel like they've all already found their own characters and spots. More yeah. so this week than last week because SoCal Val really... She was funny last week, but she just had... She's adorable. I
2: think is the
1: best <laughs> way
3: to put it. Yeah. And Shano is like this... This like moral compass and Bennett's this dastardly authority figure. I'm I'm very much enjoying it. But the show opened with Stu Bennett standing up from the commentary table and he's like, heel move. So he opens with a heel thing, like Rampage is the champion, boo. Then he goes, But we're getting a WS first women's champion uh, crown later. Hey. Baby face reaction. I thought this was this is cool when Stu's doing it. Why do I get annoyed when Stephanie's doing it? I think it's just sometimes you just get annoyed by anything WWE. And then he brings it back to the heel because we're gonna have an in ring <laughs> celebration with Rampage and Shah Samuels and CJ Banks.
2: God, they these two cronies, they're so they're just almost like perfect for, for Rampage to walk down with. It's just really enjoyable. Particularly Shah. Shah is He's so good in his role. And he's he's the one who cuts the promo for him as well. Rampage doesn't take the microphone. Sha Samuels Mm. has got the microphone. He's like, look how great this champion is. He's wonderful. I love him. He's 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 great. And and then they get interrupted. He's always been a great pro. (laughs) Nobody has got the minerals (laughs) to to challenge Rampage. But someone did have the minerals. And I was not expecting this. And it was our boy, Joe Wrestle Henry. Wrestle talks own Joe Hendry here to make things better. And he comes out and he's got his song playing. When is like his entrance music hit and he's there singing. Nice little pop from the crowd as well. It was great and everyone's he's super over. into the hand waving. I really enjoyed uh, mm. Joe Hendry here cutting this promo. And then there was a very interesting and uh, Alex Shane brought this up on commentary as well because Joe Hendry's like I want a match and I want it right now. And here's me thinking this isn't going to happen. I, I'm I, As a fan I'm going like No Because Stu Bennett's out there On commentary He's going to say like You can have a match But not with Rampage With Sha Samuels Or with CJ And you, mm, you, and you, yeah, you yeah, turn yeah. it around Like that instead But no Rampage and uh, I think not called it Wade Barrett then Stu had this little look And Stu was just like Ring the bell And it was a very interesting look And Anne Shane was bringing this up yeah, As well Yeah
3: that And that's like Really good subtle storytelling Because Shane was never like You 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 made that look He's like I'm pretty sure I saw that look Between you What's going on there And she's like There was nothing I was just Making sure With both competitors That they wanted To have this match Yeah And you know It's not in your face But later on Shah and CJ Banks Interfere from the outside Effectively Not costing Henry The match Because it was only Like a little bit Of a distraction Yeah So Rampage Doesn't look like A weak champion at all no he's he still terrifying that's what's so good about him because he doesn't need the interference <laughs> but he's a heel <laughs> he's he's using it anyway he is yeah uh it was a it was a good first match as well yeah good and uh just love sha samuels yeah just love
2: sha samuels Shah Samuels, who terrified you <laughs> in your interview with him
3: east uh but i you know i love rampage and i love joe hendry as well big, I, big i'm not big that hendry. familiar with cj banks and he hasn't really had a. He's not really been exhibited yet. On but that's, this show. Yeah,
2: which is why it's good to have this big platform where we can all enjoy yeah. him and get to know him. And like I thought that Hendry had a bit of a money promo really. I just think he's got there's so much you can do with Joe. Because he's such a, a multi-talented man. He gave a little wink to the audience as well, which I'm almost sure was pretty sure was directed at my wife. Yeah, you're gonna want <laughs> to have a word with him about <laughs> that. Just text him and go like ER yeah, Joe. Yeah, come, come on, right. mate. Come on.
0: <laughs>
2: oh, dig dig diggity, dig dig
3: Uh, next up we got a Fantastic
2: four This is really, yeah. really good Between this- Gab- Gabriel Kidd Robbie X Liam Slater And Lionheart This is where I noticed the Because um, there was a couple of shots Where people were like, thrown onto ladders Or things like that And they were cut away to the crowd And I instantly had flashbacks to that mm. 2000 Watching Smackdown on Sky 1 Yeah Yeah totally There's one when Lionheart goes in It's the one I remember Yeah And they cut
3: us Just before he's about to hit And I'm yeah. like Ah, yeah, okay. You, this start, might to, be you why start to think about this, yeah, yeah. It's but, a really good point. But each each guy got uh, the chance to shine here, particularly, in my opinion, Robbie X. I
2: thought Robbie was the star of this oh, match, absolutely. Underneath a mask, now, not to take anything away from the other three, but I thought Robbie X was the absolute star of mm. this match. I was genuinely surprised he didn't win.
3: Yeah, well, you know, uh, probably because what is going to happen next week. <laughs> you called this as well. I did not see this coming, but ah. you absolutely called it. So it was a ladder match for an opportunity.
2: A big opportunity. Yeah, a big, what, a, a massive um, opportunity. It's what, like, so they... <laughs> so the ring announcer didn't say what the match was for. he just said you have to go up and you have to get the briefcase and bring it down and alex is there going like what's inside the briefcase and Stu Bennett you it's a big opportunity it's a massive opportunity that they're definitely going to want it's a big opportunity and i'm there you know in my condition where i would like title shot he'll probably be like for a title shot or something like that they're still fired but, and as soon as the match ended you turned to me and went I bet you it's a match against Crater.
3: Yeah, a classic <laughs> heel authority figure move. <laughs> and I went,
2: oh, it probably is that. Yeah. Bad. And then I laughed. I was like, oh, actually, I love that look. little bit. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. really good. And then they teased that right at the end of the show. And I was like, "You abs- I did not see that coming. Yeah, so I loved it. It's just like, next week. Uh, Gabriel Kidd gets
3: his big opportunity, it? and it's just cra- a shot over the shoulder of Crater walking up. And I was like,
2: but it's an opportunity he probably doesn't want. Yeah, and then absolutely. they show a clip of, like, a stretcher coming <sighs> out, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be great next week. So this was a frantic ladder match. Yeah, really good. Bear in mind
3: as well, this is only an hour-long show. Yeah, but an hour with ad breaks. This is a 44-minute-long show. So, so th- okay, so there's that the, the ladder match is really good, and then we had a really... Just fun character building match with Adam Maxted and uh, I've written Adam Maxted and Adam Maxted. It's Nathan Cruz and Adam Maxted who've got this really good chemistry together. Good as a moment, romance, act. yeah. Uh, we were laughing about Nathan Cruz's tweet earlier this week where he was advertising WOS on Twitter and he said, Tune in at 5 p.m. on Saturday, whatever it is, and you're welcome for getting your mother and sister into wrestling again. <laughs> Which is such a heel because their whole thing is there. Very.
2: Uh, sexually attractive good looking lads I I suppose you could put it because they've got they've had uh, a couple of vignette stuff they have done on Twitter where they're sort of working out together and they've got this bromance thing going on they've got this little entrance they do together where they both smack each other (laughs) on the butt (laughs) as they get into the ring it's a really enjoyable
3: act actually and this is part of the tag team elimination tournament and they took on We didn't, we
2: didn't finish the ladder match uh, Gabriel, Kidd, oh, won. Yeah. Gabriel yeah. Kidd won the match It was really good uh, was H D really Drake and Doug Williams Oh, Doug Williams So lovely to see yeah. Doug Williams on primetime TV mm. This was lovely stuff I'm a big, big Doug Williams mark I said this on Always last week's happen, show yeah. But when we were at the uh, the screening For the first episode uh, With some of the wrestlers there I genuinely marked out a little bit When Doug walked in yeah. And I got a little bit I was like, I don't, I don't know If I can say anything to Doug And uh, I d- yeah, love Doug. In
3: recent years, when I've seen him, he's he's not been the Doug of old. But here, I thought he had his working boots on. He mm-hmm. was great. He was playing up to the crowd. This was the Doug I remember from from the north from the noughties. Really, yeah. really enjoyed this match. And interestingly, it's another heel tag team going through. It's Maxed and Cruz. So we've got two heel tag teams that have advanced so far, and we've got two more first round matches to go. Logic dictates. They're go- both going to be baby, baby faces, teams. yeah um, But yes, so that's, that's the show Title match Four-way ladder match Tag match Women's three-way crown and, a, and first inaugural champion 44 minutes And we're, we're, like, we, we're about halfway through the tag And I was like, God, this is enjoyable To see like this level of production And this kind of wrestling match happen what, what, Why am I enjoying it more than usual? And I was
2: like, there's no ad breaks in in the match, yeah, I mean, they save the ad breaks for in between matches. What? what a difference that makes! It really does. And we, I mean, make it sound like a broken record, but we talk about this with Raw and SmackDown. Ad breaks kill momentums in matches because for in when they're telling their stories, they don't want to do anything during the ad break, so they just go into a rest hold. And just you know, and like we'll just go into this rest hold uh, for you know two minutes or three minutes or whatever it is until we get back from the ad break. Referee goes right, and we're back. Now you can continue the match, and it kills all storyline and it kills the way you build a match up. But here, because the ad breaks are in between matches, you don't get that, Mm. and and you know that's the benefit of it being taped and not live. But I I think it makes for a much more enjoyable viewing experience. Yeah, and they're wrestling heavy shows, just percentage wise, about. I would say
3: 80% is in-ring wrestling. Well, this had one more match than SmackDown's two hours did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and another thing about the way WWE put ad breaks is not just the rest holds. It's sometimes in a tag match, for instance, the the babyface team will be on top, then the heels will start getting the upper hand, then you'll have the ad break. And all that work of the heels beating down the babyfaces, which you need as a viewer to get invested in the comeback, is skipped in the ad break and when you come back the babyface gets a hot tag in about 30 seconds Yeah, so it's a hugely important part but we're getting to see that with the matches being uninterrupted so yeah I enjoyed the heckins out of it again I love seeing everyone on there I love seeing just
2: all this just high level British wrestling stuff actually I, I completely agree with you I thought it was again a really really enjoyable show mm. I really I just I just had a lot of fun with it yeah and I think that's sometimes that's what you want from a wrestling show is to be able to have fun with it and I think it's it's almost perfect tea time TV on a Saturday night yeah, and I, you know, it takes me back to my. I wish I could be like a kid in my youth. You wouldn't with, notice the editing, problem. Absolutely, <laughs> you wouldn't know. And I'd have some like fish fingers and beans, yeah, yeah. and like a, you know, a potato waffle or something. And I'd just be eating that, and I'd be real. Like, oh, this is great! I mean, like, I'd love it. Cool. Well,
3: next week we'll have what have we got next week. We've got that kid versus a mystery opponent match. <laughs> I, I don't know who that's going to be. Joe Hendry. Versus Martin Kirby grudge match set off in
2: set up in the first week. Yeah, we were actually surprised that that wasn't because they played it up in the opening video package, but that actually didn't play into the storyline of Henry versus Rampage. But they are doing it next week, where Joe and Kirby are going to face off against each other. Will it be redemption, or is it redemption or revenge, revenge. or re- Something revenge? Something like that. Yeah, and we've got Rampage again defending mm. his title, a fighting champion.